0: Welcome to the Field Talk Podcast from the Linder Farm Network. I'm your host, Dan Lemke. Congresswoman Michelle Fischbach and Congressman Brad Finstead have introduced the Investing in Rural America Act to provide critical capital resources to rural communities through improvements to the Community Facilities Loan and Grant Program. Compeer Financial Chief Mission Officer John Munson joined the Linder Farm Network's Linda Brackey to highlight the impacts this effort could have on rural communities.
1: Joining us here on the Linder Farm Network, John Munson, Compeer, Chief Mission Officer, and Congresswoman Michelle Fischbach and Congressman Brad Finstead have introduced the Investing in Rural America Act. And John, why is this act so important for rural Minnesota and Rural America?
2: Well, there's a number of reasons, but I think everybody understands that you know to have good first responder facilities, technology to make sure that we have good rural healthcare facilities, to make sure that we have, you know, city community centers and other things that really make a community kind of grow, almost like infrastructure, is critical. And I, we've talked about it probably for as long as I've been on Lender Network over the last 15 years. In any case, this is something that we've worked on for a long time, and I can't say enough about what Congressman Finstead and Fishbach have done here, they put together a piece of bipartisan supported, co-sponsored legislation to be considered for the farm bill. And it it requires us, as it should, to work with community banks and others in those local communities to get projects like this done. The reason that it's needed is that currently, in order for us to be involved, Compeer to be involved, it requires our regulator to approve them one at a time. That's slow. That's timely, and it puts us in a position where we can't guarantee we can do anything. The legislation takes all that away and says, go do this and do it well and get after the need. We've seen, Linda, that the need is substantial. In fact, we've seen research just that came out that shows $6 billion of unmet need in rural America around facilities like the ones I talked about. And so status quo is not working. That trend of unmet need is growing. And, and that's, that's concerning, because these rural communities have to have updated facilities for first responders, for rural health care, community centers, libraries, you name it. That's critical stuff to make a town go, especially a small town. You're talking 2,000, 5,000. And having lived in one my whole life, every, everybody knows in these communities how important that is. And I certainly understand it well, too. So I really appreciate what Congressman Finn said and Congressman Fischbach have uh, done. The urgency is clear. Status quo is really not working. And uh, we, and the research is just really showing that the unmet need is growing. So we, we've got to change course here.
1: This actually would be improvements to something that's already in place, the Community Facilities Loan and Grant Program. Is that correct? Yeah, USDA,
2: they do have the ability to help fund some of these things. What they need are private partners. They need as much capital as possible. Uh, to bear on these uh, challenges for these rural communities. So um, what's currently happening right now is, you know, we've got, we've got community banks doing a great job of helping these communities. We've got a great job by USDA rural development doing its part to help fund these programs, but still 50% of that need is unmet. We know that now based on the research. So we've got to bring more capital and, and farm credit, for example, we bring nearly as much capital as USDA. So uh, entities like Compeer are really important to help solve this, but it can only be done through partnership with community banks and others in the community to get this work done. And it's really critical to our clients that they have good facilities, good health care in their communities. Many of them work there. Many of them depend on these facilities um, so that their communities that are near their farms um, allow them to succeed on the farm. It's interdependent. So that's why we're doing this. That's right. And that's why but, this legislation is so important.
1: When you think of ag issues, these are ag issues because it takes it takes child care, it takes health care and infrastructure in rural communities to support ag workers and to support farmers and their families.
2: What is it ever and, and, and the sponsorship that we have from this? really crosses across you know, or the National Association of Counties, National Farmers Union, for example. You have the National Rural Health Association, Healthcare Association, for example. We have so many different kinds of entities supporting this because they recognize we've got to do something different now. And they recognize, like, for example, in Farmers Union case, they recognize that their farm community, their, their membership really depends on strong rural communities. And so, and we've seen that everywhere we've gone. And I've seen it in every community we've met with. So our job is to add strength and to do it in partnership with others.
1: And so this is part of the Farm Bill, right? So it's
2: introduced as part of the process for considering the Farm Bill. So um, there are additional co-sponsors that are sought out uh, for this. Right now, there are uh, several on both sides of the aisle, Republican and Democrat. Currently, we expect more to be added as we go. And, uh, and I, I suspect that this will become, I hope, a popular provision of the next Farm Bill. But it has a process to go through. So this isn't done. This is one step of a number of steps before it ever uh, goes along in the Farm Bill and is signed into law.
1: So when all those lawmakers are at Farm Fest, it's, it's a good thing to bring it up and talk about the support it needs for our listeners, too.
2: Yeah, we agree with that. And, and that's really where it comes from. Is it, it doesn't come from our farmers. It doesn't come from these, our rural residents. It doesn't build the momentum that it really needs. You know, in Washington, D.C., there are a lot of associations that trade barbs back and forth, and they talk about, you know, what, can, what should we do? We don't want others to, to get involved. The bottom line here is something's got to change. We need to turn that adversarial conversation into something collaborative and kind of bring everybody together. That's always been our approach. It will continue to be our approach.
0: Thanks for joining us. Find other podcasts at linderfarmnetwork.com. And tune in to your local LFN affiliate for more farm news and up-to-date market information.